Three other South Africans lay in that room, each shot. Another six lay in the room next door. These men, too, had been shot. And in the room further along, another six lay. By this point, you had stopped asking the doctor what had happened to them, whether they had been shot, because this was Cape Town and this hospital was the main medical centre for one of the largest townships in South Africa. And as such, it was home to one of the busiest trauma units in the world for gunshot wounds which was exactly why I'd come here. The room was empty except for their beds. No flowers, no cards. One man turned in his delirium and moaned. His back was sweated out and his head was swollen. His breathing came in low gasps. There were 51 beds in this trauma ward, and sometimes it got so bad the overflow spilled into the waxen, squeaking corridors. There were only four nurses on staff, and that was never enough. Last month, three men were brought in. All were in the back seat of a taxi when someone had fired a single high-velocity shot through the car. They were all hit by that same bullet. Six legs to be treated, the round clean through. And that story alone filled up three beds just there. The ones who lay here, sullen now the pain had passed, were young men. More would come. Tonight was a Friday night and the weekend brought in the bodies, and I looked at the plastic bag that had been taped over the young man's stomach and wrote something in my notebook that I later was unable to read. What this scene reminded me, like the dramas played out in thousands of wards in slum towns and war zones the world over, was that the majority of people go on to survive being shot. It works out as a hidden epidemic of pain and violence. In the US, up to 91,000 people were admitted to hospital with non-fatal gunshot injuries in 2011, compared to 8,583 who were killed in shootings. In the UK, it's estimated that 777 people were shot and survived in 2012, compared with about 150 killed by gunshot the year before. Such harm is hard to imagine, but consider this. About 35,000 American children and teens are said to have suffered non-fatal gun injuries in 2008 and 2009, six times more than those shot and killed. This is the equivalent to 700 school classrooms of 25 students each. A greater number than that of U.S. military personnel wounded in action in Iraq and double the number wounded in Afghanistan. Admittedly, the exact numbers might be debatable, but what is not challenged is that each injured child experienced the horror of a bullet crashing and crushing through them. Their tissues and bones and muscles were shredded in the bullet's path. Their insides were horrifically displaced, as if kicked by a mule. Their bone fragments spun off and lacerated and pierced their young bodies. Ultimately, these children's chances of survival were dependent on a host of factors. The speed of their getting treatment was crucial, the so-called golden hour. In one study in the US, it was found the likelihood of you dying from a gunshot wound was about 25% higher if you were shot five miles or more from a trauma center and you could not get there within the hour. Also important was the wealth of the country in which they were shot, in the US, for every person shot and killed, as many nine survive. In developing countries, the ratio is far smaller, 
more people who are shot will die, about one in three. The World Health Organization estimates that between 50 and 80% of traumatic deaths in developing nations happen before people get to hospital, and in part because in many areas of the world, ambulances are almost non-existent. Your chances of survival also come down to factors far beyond your control. The bullet's weight, the speed at which it hits you, even the pull of the moon has an effect. It's all about the transference of kinetic energy in a chaotic way, Variables that determine the final resting place of the bullet, or how badly you are hurt, are all unfathomable. Other things matter. If you're wearing clothing at the time, there's a greater risk of damage and infection to your body. If you're pregnant, there are sometimes significant complications. And in the US at least, whether you have health insurance plays a factor.